This podcast is designed for you to discover more about who you are, to challenge your old adopted beliefs, and to expand your awareness of what's really possible. I'm Adam Esco, and this is The Unspoken Agreements. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Unspoken Agreements podcast. I am your host, Adam Esco. I want to thank you all for being here. It's taking a moment to listen to this episode. You know, this is something that I had pre-planned on doing, but with the events that have taken place over the last, I mean, honestly, this is crazy that I'm going to say this. For me, it might be like the last couple of weeks, and, it, and that feels like months. But over the events that have taken place over the last couple of weeks, that inspired me to record this podcast. Why? Because I felt like everyone deserves the tools to come out of this experience uh, with as much productivity and success as possible. And so I want to offer this podcast to help you do that. I'm going to start off by sharing a story. Maybe three months ago, four months ago, my we have we had two sons at the time, and our older son, who was four and a half, started waking up around five o'clock. When he would wake up, he would wake up our two-year-old son, and so they'd both be up in in the morning. A lot of energy. My wife and I would wake up as a result, and we started thinking, well, how how can we troubleshoot this? Well, we had two iPads at the time. We thought, well, why don't we just uh, censor what we have available on the iPads. When they wake up, they could just have relaxing time on the couch. They'll be very quiet because they're freaking glued to those things. And we could go back to sleep so we could still get the rest that we want and need. So we we did that. Uh, our son, one of them would play games and the other would be watching YouTube for kids. So that went on for maybe 10 days, two weeks. They would get the iPads. We left them right outside our bedroom door. They'd run and get them. They'd go down, plop on the couch, be super quiet. We'd be sleeping another hour and a half, maybe two hours some days. My wife and I are high-fiving ourselves. We're like, oh, we, we did it. We did it. Then what happened? Two weeks later, we find ourselves, we're driving in the car and our son, our older son, starts to say, can we not drive on the highway? He's asking, can we not go on the highway? And we're like, what do you mean? And he says, well, I don't want to crash. Like, can we not go on the highway? I really don't want to go on the highway. And you could hear the, the kind of the panic and the fear that's coming through in his voice, the way he's asking it over and over and over again. My wife and I are looking at each other like, where's that coming from? Then we start thinking, well, where was that coming from? We couldn't figure it out at first. And then we remembered he had been watching every single morning these animations of cars crashing into each other, people doing experiments and having one car get um, lifted off of a ramp and then crashing over and over and over again repeatedly, these visual images of that. But the problem really didn't stop there. It actually went further. He started having nightmares for a couple maybe on and off for a couple of weeks, and it was involving the cars crashing. So we immediately got rid of the iPads, to say the least. That was the end of that. And uh, 
but there's a greater message here. What's going on in the world today is this massive amount of uncertainty that's producing doubt, worry, fear, chaos, and it is coming to at us from all directions, especially, especially, especially if you're someone that watches the news, you are getting visual hits uh, from the media of what is going on and what, and they are guiding you on what to think about and what to focus on. That is leaving us with these major questions, things like, what is the economy going to look like at the end of this? Will I have a job? Will I have any money at the end of this? Will I obtain the virus? Will my family obtain the virus? If we do, what's going to happen to us? We have these major questions that are getting formed in our minds. And the major problem with that is there's no answer to them. And without answers, without certainty, our minds are going to continue to spin and try to figure it out for ourselves. And that just amplifies the fear, the doubt, the worry, the panic. So it's this... uh, this cyclical process that's feeding itself and it gets amplified from visual images. And I, so I'm saying that now because if you're someone that consumes the news visually, know that that's going to potentially impact you in a totally different way than if you consume the news via text, via your news feed, uh, without the visualization, without the stories. The visualization and the stories produce a different type of emotional impact because there's different areas in your brain and in your mind that are getting stimulated. So I, that's, I don't watch the news. Um, I haven't watched the news probably for 18 months. And I actually chose to do that unconsciously because I just never liked the way I was feeling afterwards. It would actually impact me. I didn't, it wasn't a conscious choice like having listening to someone and telling me, Hey, maybe you shouldn't listen to news, watch the news like this because it's going to impact your decisions and it's going to emotionally stimulate you in an unhealthy way. It wasn't making me feel the way I wanted to feel, and so I decided to get my news elsewhere. And let me be clear, I am not saying don't be informed. I'm not saying a totally stick your head in the sand and not be aware of what's going on because that isn't going to necessarily serve you either. You want to have the facts of what's happening, the facts, and the facts are changing every single day. I feel like I've never seen them change faster. It's like one state goes into a complete shutdown, another state, another state. So you want to have the facts and you want to take that in and store it logically so that, again, you can end up making decisions from from a healthy place that's for you. So... How how do we navigate ourselves through this time when there is so much uncertainty? What we need to do first is to get ourselves out of survival mode thinking. How do we do that? Well, first, one of the first things you could do is to start to ask yourself one question. What is it that I need right now? Like, what is what are my basic or physiologic needs? 
that could be anything. And you're the you're the one that's going to know that for yourself. But basically, it's what are the things that is going to give you mental peace? Is it just some time alone during the day? Is it time and space to get your work done? Is it a certain amount of money so you could have uh, food or supplies? Maybe it's not even money. Maybe it's just food and supplies. Maybe it is... Uh, a, a place or space to exercise or stay physically well. Um, maybe it's certain types of connection with other people, with your faith. It could be anything, but you have to decide that for yourself. And the way you decide that for yourself is you ask yourself the question, and then you take time and sit on it. And by that I mean is you get super, you have to get yourself in a place where you are clear to really answer that question soundly. How are you doing that? Is, are you someone that goes for a walk that when, when does that or spends time in nature, kind of like could start to be still, be clear, um, think about things rationally? Are you someone that does that through meditation? Are you someone that just needs to talk it out with a mentor or someone that you uh, can go to for support that can help you come up with ideas for yourself? Are you someone that just needs some quiet space? Are you someone that likes to go for just go for a drive and then you're you kind of get clear, you kind of get revamped, you get out of your head? Are you someone like myself who just takes showers and then uh, the ideas start coming to them? Whatever that is for you, I, and I just listed I don't know how many of those, maybe five. What is it that you? Where is it that you could go that is going to slow down the mental chatter of fear and uncertainty that you have going on? and can start to start answering some of these questions logically, rationally, soundly. That's the first step. So it's okay, let me say it is fully okay if you start to realize specifically what you need but have no clue how you're going to get it. That happened with me. When this process started a couple weeks ago, and we realized that we were gonna be quarantined, there was no going into the dental office, there was no going into my offices in Tyson's Corner where I do my coaching calls, where I host my podcasts, where I get my work done, where I write. Then I started to realize that, okay, I'm going to be home. We're all going to be home, but I realized this for myself. I'm going through this. And I'm like, I'm going to be home, but I really want to get all my work done. I want to stay, I want to be productive. I want to get the things that I want to done. I want to take care of myself. I want to be well. How am I going to do that? I have no clue. And I had no clue. I did not have the answer out. I, I, that answer did not exist. And as I'm recording this podcast, let me tell you what I'm looking at. I am looking at sheets on a bed. There are two pillows on top of a big blanket. There is a uh, very, very small window to my left. There is a small lamp on an end table in front of me. I am in my basement bedroom uh, with, with my podcast equipment, with my work uh, equipment, with a computer some chargers, what have you, a glass of water. Great. And a cup of coffee. But any logical person would be like, oh, you had a basement bedroom? Why don't you just go and set up your office down there? But I couldn't do that. I didn't have the answers on how I was going to do that. For me, it was, I knew what I wanted and needed. I wanted the space. I wanted the time to actually get my work done, to stay productive, to be available for coaching calls, get all, all the things that I said I wanted to get done. That was very important to me. I didn't know how, so I spent. I I went and I spoke with my wife, and I shared this with her, and she was the one that came up with the idea of setting it up here. And actually, we 
problem solve, but it was really, really her idea on what times a day that I could be down here and get, get my work done. And likewise, she had a whole list of needs that were important to her that I wasn't emotionally attached to, that I could help be creative and logically think through to help solve her, her needs. So why can't we, if you're listening to this, like, why can't we figure out the answers to the how? One of the reasons, the main reasons, is because when we see things from a lens of worry, doubt, fear, uncertainty, we are not open to the solutions that exist for the answer of the problem of the how. Let me say that again. When our minds are wrapped in a place of uncertainty, fear, doubt, and worry, we are going to see uncertainty, fear, doubt, and worry. We're not necessarily going to see solutions that exist. We just don't think they exist. And that's what I want to share with you. You may be someone right now that's going through this, be like, I have these problems and there's no way, there's no solution to this. And I would like to share with you that what, I, this one question for you to, to, to think about, what if that wasn't true? What if that wasn't the whole truth? That's what I should say. That is absolutely real. You might be going something that is real, right? You, Whatever that is, whatever your problem or situation is that you see, I'm going to tell you that, that I'm not arguing or trying to make you wrong or anything like that, that that is not a real circumstance that you're facing right now. But what if there were solutions to what you were going through that was also available right now that you just couldn't see? Pause on that for one second. So this is what inspired me to shoot this podcast. It was, how can we start to use our mind, our intellect, our imagination, our creativity in a way that's going to be productive for us throughout this experience. That is what I want to help guide you with for the second half of this podcast. So the first is to the first step is actually to get yourself out of survival mode. And the way to do that is to start feeling like you're okay. Basically, you want to just get in a semblance that you how is it that you could start to feel like, wow, if I if I had that or I th- I had the thought that that was going to be there, I would be okay. There would be a mental piece that I would be able to say, okay, I have that mental piece. I'm going to be okay. So you have to define that. That's very specific for yourself. You might need help and support around that. There's nothing wrong with that. There is, in fact, asking for help at this time could not be more courageous, but also more thoughtful for yourself. It is it is the thing to do. It is the most logical thing you could do is to ask for help when you don't have the answer here or to get quieter still and find out a way that you could get it for yourself from God, whatever it is that you believe, you know. But if you can't, if you're not getting all the answers, the answer is out there and, and try to get it from someone that else that could see it differently or in a way that you're not able to see it. That is, um, ver- here's the word I was looking for. That is the most responsible thing that you could do. The most responsible thing you do is you move yourself out of survival mode, out of fight or flight, out of emotionally based thinking that doesn't help you see clearly and make the decisions that you really want to make for yourself, for your future, for your family, 
for your loved ones. Okay, so you do that. You Then you now feel like you, once you now feel like you have what you need, you have that mental peace, you've had these discussions. By the way, you may need support around how to have the discussions. There's no shame in that either. Asking for help is a whole nother conversation that, uh, that we could have um, on the scariness uh, that some people have, the shame around asking for help. And again, I can't say this enough. There, you know, you, the fear is that you might not get what you want, that you might leave you with more anger, more resent, um, that you might be rejected, and all of that. I would say um, you could navigate yourself through that and get support around that. And I want to acknowledge that that's okay to have those those thoughts and feelings. And there is a way to do that with support and you could still get what you need, even if you don't see it. And I want to spend more time on that, but I want to go into uh, something that's going to potentially be more productive for you. So you have your basic needs met, but you're still surrounded with, you know, still uncertainty. Well, here's where you want to focus on. Here's instead of focusing on every single problem that's coming up during the day, and there will be a lot of them, especially if you live in a house with other people um, or you are not in your normal routine, you don't have your normal job, workplace, whatever's going on, instead of focusing on that, we need to focus on something else. And it starts here. What is it that you want this time to be about? What is the vision that you have for yourself that you want to look back and say, you know, there, during this this whole COVID experience, during the, 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 the shutdown, the quarantine, the social distancing, all of that, I came out of it with this. What do you want this time to to be defined as how do you how do you want to define it as i'm asking it five different ways what is the vision that you want to have for yourself for this time we could be here for a month we could be here for two months we could be here for six months we could be here for nine you know who knows how long this is going to go on for so what is it that you want to focus on that you want to come out of the other side feeling having being doing now that could bring up all kinds of emotions in you you might be like you might you might be someone that says I that I don't even know because I'm in this situation again I don't see the solution to it and I want to pause you and say please take it some time to figure out what it is that you want this is going to be very helpful for your focus and productivity out of this because the truth is there is a lot of opportunity in this moment even again even if you can't see it right now please be open to the idea that there is opportunity here. There's opportunity in so many different ways. There's opportunities to learn a skill that you've always wanted to learn. Maybe it's part of your business. Maybe it's a new branch of business that you haven't explored yet. There's opportunities to grow as an individual, um, th- working through different types of thoughts, emotional pain, whatever. There's opportunities to connect differently and more so with other people, family, friends, loved ones. We've never had really so much time and we've never all been in a situation quite like this. I mean, I'm thinking 9-11, yes, but 
not in a, in this quarantine situation where you're really just all at home. This is a different, totally different feeling than that. But yes, again, when there's this big global, at least country or global situations come, we're, we kind of feel like we're all in this together. So how, what is it that you uh, want to, if you're someone that wants to connect differently with other people, maybe that's important to you. Maybe it's Maybe it's getting your your body, your physical body in very good shape and, and coming up with a diet and exercise program for yourself. It could be anything. It could be becoming a leader. Uh, like I said, learning a, a new aspect for your business, um, a business that you want to create. Any Anything that you really want for yourself. Maybe it's feeling a certain way. You ha- it'll take some time to define what you want this time to be about. Then what that does is that will help you navigate on how to spend your time productively. I think of this statement uh, very important, especially in a time like now, which is you become what you consume. And we've already talked about an example of that with the news, with my son watching the cars crashing over and over and over, you know, whatever it is that you are consuming or whatever thoughts are going into your mind or whatever you're watching and producing those thoughts, you are start going to start to see more and more of that. So how do you navigate yourself through that to get it to a place of productivity so you are moving closer and closer towards your vision so that when we come out of this situation, you say, holy shit, I just built this that didn't wouldn't have existed had it not been for that time and not been for really your efforts in this time and your focus in this time. The gateway to this process is through persistent gratitude. Gratitude, I'm going, I mean, this is not a new concept, but it is absolutely instrumental to be using this practice right now because there is so much message of uncertainty and fear, doubt and worry that if we don't shift ourselves away from that sort of thinking and into gratitude, we're going to see more of the same of what doesn't exist. And the whole point of this is to start opening yourself up to the opportunity and the possibilities that are available for you now with all the problems that you have or may have or are worried about. And the gateway into that is gratitude. So what is it that you are extremely grateful that you is present to you right now. You have to come up with a list. You have to start coming and thinking about that every single day. And you have to start, um, I would say, there's no have to. I'm getting, when I get really excited, I start saying, you have to do this, you have to do that. But no, this is for your, if you want to see the world differently, if you want to have a different level of productivity for yourself, what is it that you can even say, I am grateful that I am building such and such. So it's you're actually using gratitude and say like, I am so grateful that I have built so and so. That forward gratitude actually starts to have you focus on where you're going, what it is that you're doing. So gratitude is the gateway in and it will then open up something for you. The more and more you do this is the more and more you shift your focus away from what you don't want and into what you do want. And when you start to do that over a period of time, you are going to start noticing, this is what is exciting for you, that new awarenesses and new opportunities become available for you. So something that didn't exist to the problems that 
you saw a solution that didn't exist now all of a sudden becomes just pops into your awareness it could be in the shower in the car again any place you get still these things will start showing up into your mind these ideas and then it's up to you it's up to you to actually make a decision to move towards it. You're getting an idea, you basically have shifted, if you're an antenna and you could focus your antenna on fear, doubt, and worry or opportunity, gratitude, and you start shifting more to gratitude, then you're gonna start seeing more answers to to the problems that you have. That doesn't mean the answers are going to show up in your life, it just means you've become aware of it. So it's your responsibility to make a decision to move towards what is coming into your awareness. And when you start to do that is when you actually could start to see the results show up in your life. So it's awareness comes into your being, you make a decision to move towards it, you do it every single day, then you start to see you know new results. So let's recap here. How is it that you can start to shift your mind away from the noise and into what it is that you want to be? Gateway is gratitude. Then it is starting to see a different awareness, making a different decision for your life, and then being super intentional with what you're going to do every day. I have been someone that has gotten a lot of success out of using my calendar system to plan what it is that I am doing every day. I use Google Calendar. I pre-plan the day, the day before or more, depending on how busy things are. And I basically tell myself hour by hour what it is that I'm going to be focusing on. And then I wake up in the morning, I use a, a written calendar and kind of rewrite it. So I kind of double time it because I want to be the person that controls my day, prepares what I want to focus on during the day so that when I wake up and the day is here, I then just become, I become like the foot soldier. I become the follower. Oh, I already told myself I'm going to be doing this. Uh, I'm going to be recording this podcast from uh, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. I'm going to be available coaching calls this time to this time. I'm going to uh, be be having lunch with my kids from here to here. I'm going to exercise from this time to this time. I'm going to go for a walk or do something fun or a board game with kids this time. I'm going to have dinner here to here. Nighttime, I'm going to help out with bedtime. I'm, I'm basically going through my, my day with you on, on this podcast. But you've already done the work to plan what your day is so that when the day happens, you are not, you're not available for anything else. I'm not a vi- If my big vision of this was to learn about how to master uh, my social media presence, um, if you're someone that wanted to be like, I want to really get an amazing following, I want to have a great profile, whatever comes with that, I really want to know how to use the social media platforms very skillfully so that I could reach more people, that I could be visible, that I could advertise, whatever it is, then you're not going to... Uh, wake up and say like, oh, you know, I think, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling a little tired. I, I Maybe I'll read a book first or I'm going to have a cup of coffee for 30 minutes or I'm going to take this photography course because I always want to learn about photography and it's online and there's a, you know, really good, they're offering it for free now or there's Harvard Business Reviews that are offering free courses. I love all that stuff, by the way. Nothing wrong with any of that. Love every bit of that. But you you are going to be the one that's going to be intentional about that. You're not going to react to what is happening. You are going to set the time to prioritize 
No, I am from this hour to this hour, I am going to only take courses or read about or learn about or watch YouTube related to what it is that your big vision is. What is that going to do for you? What is that going to do for you? When you start to do that every day, what happens is a month goes by, two months go by, three months go by. Holy moly, things are actually starting to change. You are seeing different results. Number one, there's two major benefits. One, the results that you have brought into your life because you have been so intentional about it. And two, which is almost more exciting, like this is actually the most exciting part is you've built such an amazing amount of self-trust because you said what it is that you were going to do every day and it's in service to what it is that you really wanted. It was in service to your bigger calling, your vision that you planned for yourself for this time and you stuck to it. You know what that does for you? That makes you incredibly strong and builds such an amount of love and trust for yourself that the next time you make a decision on to follow something, you're like, no problem, because I've already done it. So I, we have to, I'm, I'm very excited about the idea of you listening to this on the end, pre-planning what your day is based on what it is that you said that you really wanted, and following through with that, because the results for you are going to be so fantastic. So that's the, I think that's enough. That's enough on what to do. There's a lot to think about uh, that you could review in this podcast. And obviously, if you want any support around that, I am available. You could reach out to me. People find me on social media and have sent me messages. You could also send me an email at adam at escocoaching.com. And the last thing to say about this is that we are all in this together. We are all in this together. And you may be someone that says, you know, I, I just can't see what it is that I could do right now. And let me say that you have skills and talents. And this is a time where you can help someone or yourself. You don't have to help anybody if that's not in your heart. That's, I'm not saying that or putting any pressure on you to do that. But I want to say that you are someone that can help someone just by being yourself, by sharing what it is that you know. And that could be such an amazing impact for someone else in this time when things are really uncertain. So I want to give you the permission to put yourself out there, to be visible, to be bold at a time where things feel so scary, to say, like, I am going to make this time mean something for myself. I'm going to come out of this stronger. I'm going to come out of this like immovable, solid, whatever it is that you want. And these are some of my words. That's I am going to lead people through this. I am going to make a phone call to someone just to tell them I love them. It could be anything. And to really start seeing these opportunities in your life. And I want to give you the permission to do it because you're worth it. And what you do matters and who you are matters. And you get to decide that for yourself and you get to use your mind, your intellect, your creativity for ways that's going to serve you, your life, your future, and your loved ones. So I want to send love through this microphone and empower you to do that. Uh, and I'm so excited to see what comes into your world. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. 
I want to take a minute to acknowledge and thank my our production team, Truth Work Media, who do such a good job producing this podcast. They're so great to work with. Podcasts are so present right now in 2020. And if you want any support around that, I really encourage you to reach out to them. They are they are wonderful people. And if you have gotten a lot out of this podcast, I really encourage you to share this with a friend, with a loved one, anyone who you think is going to benefit from this for themselves so we can all rise from this stronger and support each other.